Hi, this is May. And I'm Joy. Welcome to the QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. May and I are friends, writers, and creatives who want to share our endeavors out loud. On this podcast, we're here to encourage each other, and you too, and share tools we've discovered or made up, so you can follow your passions with a little support. So grab your tea, or your coffee, and let's get started. It's another week. Hello and welcome. We are so excited to be here with you as usual. And today we're going to talk about a marriage as mediums. So in episode 44, we talked about finding your creative medium. And now we're going to talk about mashing some stuff together. But first, let's talk about our creative weeks. Joy, what do you got? So for the past couple of weeks, I've been editing for a client and it's been a lot of fun. I enjoy doing this. Um, this book is a memoir, and it's always fun to, this. we're in the developmental stage of the editing, so it's fun to take their story and, and look for ways to smooth it out, um, look for ways to kind of fill in any gaps, and you know, look for those things that might make a reader stop, and make sure that we don't have those stops, because we don't want stops as authors, do we? <laughs> so it's just been a lot of fun um, thinking through all of that and being creative in the delivery of those edits to my client. So, so what about you? Oh, wow. I have to catch you guys up on a few things because it's been a few weeks since I've been able to talk about, well, first of all, MPA. I promised you guys an update on MPA. So I went to the Mississippi Philological Association and I presented two poems on postpartum depression. And that was a really cool thing to do, uh, just to be able to have that platform where there's quite a few people who are there to to listen to not only me, but other people, other poets on the panel, but for me to be able to share something that's so close to my heart and something that I'm really interested in sharing with other people and kind of getting the word out on. So that was good. And also those poems are going to be able to be in the Mississippi Philological Association journal. So that that will be a full fledged journal that's going to be on EBSCO host and all other kinds of places. So hopefully other people will be able to read about um, the journey that I've been through as well. I also got to sit on panels of other kind of fiction work. So a lot of short stories and things like that. I got to see what kind of trends are going on on the collegiate level as far as um, how to write short stories, what kind of topics are being explored and what kind of writers are out there. So these are a lot of students who are on their master's level, doctorate's level, and who are sharing with all of the people there. Um, and these pieces have been picked by a panel of judges, and then they were able to be put into this conference. So it's an honor, and it's also a super cool research gig, <laughs> too. Um, there were also academic papers, and I did sit in on a few of those panels as well. And lots of interesting, very smart people in the world, I gotta say. It's so cool. I'm excited yeah. for you. So that is MPA update. Update number two is I got a tattoo. Bam! See? If you're so on YouTube, cute. you can see. Actually, it goes like this because my, it goes uh, with the uh, triangles pointing up because 
I got a sibling tattoo and my brother, my sister, and I went to a tattoo parlor. We've been planning this for about three years and we were finally in the same place at the same time. So my brother lives in Georgia, my sister lives in Alabama and I'm in Mississippi. And we were able to finally do this thing that we were planning. And for people who are in the audio world, uh, it is three triangles and they're all pushed together and uh, or they're all touching each other. They're not like overlapping or anything. And mine is filled in. The middle one is filled in because I am the middle child. I have an older brother and a younger sister. And then their their triangle is filled in respectively. So that was kind of cool. My very first tattoo stung a little bit, but I really like it. I feel I feel pretty boss about it all. And <laughs> And I probably will have another one or ten in my future. Yep. It gets addictive. <laughs> yes. So on the right in the writing world, I am finalizing that travel journal. I actually am ready to pay an invoice and I am uploading things to publishing company sites and that's really exciting. And that's for my full time job. And then I did something else that's pretty brave. And I'll tell you guys about it a little bit later as things become a little more tangible instead of like research phase, because I don't want to tell you something that's not going to be true as things come in, come into play. So I'll tell you guys about that, but I did it and it was brave and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I want to hear about it. <laughs> well, you know about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's swell um so I did that oh what else did I do I accidentally came up with a book premise while I was doing some research for some other things and I also began a new lecture script involving writing through grief big week that's a lot <laughs> girl you've been busy well, that actually kind of leads right into our topic because you're how kind we, of doing... How do we do that every I week? I don't know. I swear <laughs> we don't plan that, the transition part, but it just works out sometimes, which is wonderful. <laughs> so, you know, our just on our mind. Yeah, I guess so, really. I guess it's whatever we've been kind of um, thinking through and it just kind of flows. So there you That's go. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So a marriage of mediums is our topic. And this idea kind of came to me. Now, this is May's going to talk most of the time tonight because she has already and is already doing this so beautifully. Um, and I can't wait for you guys to hear about that. But the idea for this topic came to me when I saw the gorgeous, amazing artwork for the Mississippi Book Festival for this year. Um, which go ahead and mark your calendars. It is August 15th in Jackson, Mississippi. And the artist for this year's work, his name is Charlie Buckley. And he did this oil painting, which is titled Mississippi Writers Stack. And we're going to put the links um, for you guys to check it out in the show notes. But um, Charlie is a Tupelo native, and he was inspired by the tornado destruction in his hometown um, for this artwork. And it's basically, it's houses for, uh, of a bunch of Mississippi authors, famous Mississippi authors that are all kind of stacked together. And what he did in this painting is, and this, this is a quote from him, he said, art takes many forms. And so he wanted to bring together the architecture, which is all gorgeous in itself, along with the literary history of the state 
and he put it together in this gorgeous oil painting. And so I am so excited about this artwork. Y'all just don't even know. Um, but I did want to read he they uh, with what they sent out to announce and to and to showcase the artwork. Um, this is a quote from him. He said, "Much like books, architecture holds stories," and I so agree with that. I love it. We live, work, and die inside these homes as the generations come and go. Architecture defines a region, its climate, its class structure, and its people. The stacks I create are totems to a culture, and these specific structures praise our incredible literary legacy. With each new writer, this tower can continue to grow. I thought that that was just absolutely gorgeous. I um, love that. I know. Isn't that amazing? I I really do have a soft spot for architecture. I love taking pictures of really cool buildings. I always have. Um, and I also have a short story that I've been working on off and on for several years. Hopefully I'll get back to it one day. But architecture is kind of at the center of that. And that's all I'm going to say. But <laughs> so this is this is really cool to me. So here's the thing that um, often creative mediums flow together so well that it just makes sense for this marriage to happen, right? Okay, and even though we shared a couple of weeks ago, like May said, um, we shared how we each chose our one creative medium, we found ways to incorporate others with our primary one of writing. And so that's what we'll talk about. But first, May's got some examples for us just all around outside of ourselves. I do. So I was thinking about this topic and there were a few things I wanted to think outside of what I'm doing as well. Uh, just how mediums kind of crash into each other and, and how artists are using it as, as collaborative efforts to make their niche and, and, and that sort of thing. So have you guys been on the internet? Walking well, can answer, but I'm going <laughs> to, so I probably shouldn't form it as a question. That's okay. But, They're talking along with us, or at least I hope they are. We're having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So there are whole like Reddit threads that are dedicated to food art. And my husband and I were looking at some the other day, and there was this artist who created cakes that look like other food and one of them was like a salad and one of them, <laughs> uh, one of them was like a hamburger and I'm talking guys these looked exactly like hamburgers exactly like salads exactly like french fries exactly like whatever like whatever the artist was trying to make it looked exactly like that and then they cut into it and it's a cake so they there are other kind of cake art where they have paintings of these you know well-known artists or maybe not so well-known artists or they just look like pieces of art they look like sculptures they look like um sand castles uh, they they look like all of these other things and then it's edible and so I just really think that that is truly a mashup of mediums there especially the ones that look like paintings because it's like you're painting but then you're also cooking and if and hopefully it tastes good you know we're assuming that it tastes good so <laughs> There's that. Um, and then there are people who decorate instruments or who create and make their own instruments and then play them. So you're mashing up the musical talents with the construction of the actual instrument or decorating it. Maggie Steve Otter, when she had her Shiver Trilogy tours, she would um, Sharpie on top of a guitar. 
So there'd be like a regular plain brown wooden guitar and she would take Sharpies and just do these amazing doodles. A lot of them were like Celtic inspired and that sort of thing, just gorgeous stuff. And generally there's going to be a wolf in it because the Shiver Trilogy does have werewolves in it, but they're not like you think and you should read the books. But (laughs) they're on my list. (laughs) But it was this beautiful piece of art that she would give away on her tours she's musical and she's also mashing that with her artistic ability to draw with her um, stories so that's with her trifecta. she's amazing isn't it and you know she does her own book trailers too and those are generally some other form of art whether it's color pencil or oil painting or charcoal or you know just all kinds of stuff and for Sinner, which is a spinoff of the Shiver Trilogy, like it's like the fourth-ish book for the Shiver Trilogy, she wrote a song for that one. So she incorporated some lyrical talent as well as instrumental talent, as well as artist talents, as well as writing talents. Like she's just a crazy, awesome person that I really enjoy. And she's funny. There are also people who make banjos out of other things too so I've seen the cigar box banjos but I've also seen where people have built their own boxes and then decorated them however they wanted to and that right there is an art and I thought that was really cool how you could put those two things together because after they make the banjo they play it very cool yeah so there is that and then there are also these amazing multifaceted artists too who can create um canvases that have decoupage and photography and painting and drawing all like put together in order to make this this piece of art and that if that's not a, a mishmash of multi of mediums then I don't know what is <laughs> so uh, and then there are some that are a little more uh, noticeable in the literary field so you have a lot of children's book authors who are also the illustrators there is a book coming out called Starkeeper, and Faith Prey is the artist and also the author for that book, and it looks so good. I love her drawings. I love her illustrations. Um, she's amazing. And then my kids love Mo Willems' books, the the pigeon books, and he writes them and he also illustrates them. And they also love Oliver Jeffers, and he is also an author illustrator. And just a fabulous, fabulous stuff going on there. And books that I also, I like to read my kids because they engage me as well. So, um, And then you have on the, on the older level, you have a lot of poets um, who, who seem to be looking into illustrating as well. So particularly one of my favorites is Rupi Kaur. And she is a poet who does pen and ink drawings along with some of her poetry in her collections. And just gorgeous work, just stuff that is really, um, it emphasizes the theme of the poem, and it also is very imaginative and creative. So a few things that other people are doing that I'm not doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing some similar things. (laughs) I am doing some things. It's true. I am doing some things. Um, You know, at the very beginning of this podcast, probably like one of the first episodes that we even put out in the world 
we talked about how, yes, we are writers and that's our main creative outlet, but that we also had other creative outlets too. Maybe things that were more um, hobby-ish, but also were things that we enjoyed and we wanted to incorporate into our lives. So with that said, um, from episode 44, that's when Joy and I talked about finding your, your medium. And if you listen to that episode, you also know the different types of mediums that we've tried. <laughs> and uh, so you might hear some of those. Uh, they might sound familiar whenever I start talking about what I'm doing right now. So um, I fall into the category that like if one is good, then two must be better. <laughs> and I feel that way about creative mediums too. And so in that spirit, my fiction book that I'm working on is a fiction book and it's also got song lyrics inside of it that will also have guitar chords inside of it too. So I guess that's three different mediums I'm pushing together and the song lyrics and the, the music and the guitar chords probably do. I mean, they go together really well, but you wouldn't expect to see that inside of a book. So that might be a bit of a surprise. The idea came from uh, the movie Begin Again. If you have not seen that with Mark Ruffalo and Keira Knightley, it's fabulous. Um, and I love the way that they tell a modern day breakup story, um, healing story, and they throw music in and it becomes a part of the healing. And it's just wonderful. So I wanted to write a book that feels like that. And I wanted to tell the same story in two different ways, kind of in the way that they do in that movie, Begin Again. So I also truly love the, uh, the mashups that Colleen Hoover does with some of her early books. So she has um, her first book that she ever wrote was called Slammed. And she has this beautiful prose, the story that's going on, and the uh, male main character is also a slam poet. But probably one of my favorites, slammed is my favorite, but my second favorite, oh, I don't know, they're kind of tied. Colleen Hoover's the best. So Colleen Hoover has a book, well, she also has a book, Confess, where the male main character is an artist. And she actually hired an artist to make actual real artwork. And they took a picture of it, and that is incorporated in the in the book as well. Um, but that's a really good book. But, but my top faves are Slammed, and this one right here is called Maybe Someday. Maybe Someday is so good. And there is a musician, and he's the one who's supposed to be coming up with the lyrics for this band. He doesn't actually sing in the band, but he is a lyricist for it. And he's stuck. So he's like out on his on his porch or on his balcony at the apartment and he's playing his guitar and he has this this beautiful um, melody, but he does not have words to it. And there is another girl in her apartment on her balcony who is listening to that music as she is studying for college. And she has lyrics that come into her mind. And so she starts like singing along with it. And he can see her mouth moving. And he's like, is she writing lyrics? What is she saying? <laughs> so, it's like music anyway. and lyrics. It is kind of like music and lyrics, which love is one that. of my favorite movies. I know. I love that movie. <laughs> 
Yes. So maybe someday is another book. So between Begin Again, Music and Lyrics, and um, Maybe Someday, those are kind of the inspiration of how I wanted to like mash up these things. And none of them has have actually had guitar chords inside of them as far as like the, the written ones. But for Maybe Someday, she hired a musician to create an album that is on Spotify. You can find it there. She hired Griffin Peterson to collaborate with this book and make music um, to Colleen Hoover's lyrics. And I think they even might have collaborated a little bit on the lyrics as well. Yeah, isn't that cool? So there are people who are doing it out in the world, and I loved the experience of these movies and these books and these, uh, the ones that had like these this mashup of mediums. And I just wanted to try my hand at it, and that's what we got here with all the words. So another way I mix mediums is with my poetry. So my poetry, um, I have this one set of poems has uh, paintings with it. So. Uh, I wanted to have a visual representation of the emotion in the poetry. So hopefully that is what I have done. I just love that extra bit of realness and genuineness that an author can bring whenever you have it in two different mediums. And then I also have photography that has poems on it. So in my previous series of poetry that I've written, which is currently in edits again, uh, I I have photography where I've printed them out and actually written out the poems on the pictures in hopefully an artistic way. And it's a part of, you know, that, that digital image is a part of the poetry collection. And it looks amazing. And I'm so excited. Yeah. And we'll see. I hope everything, I don't know, edits are hard. Let's just say that. <laughs> That's true. But worth it. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. So those are like three different ways that I am mashing mediums right now. So exciting. So mine aren't quite as cool as Megan's. She does this so well. That's why I said she was going to talk most tonight. Um, also, I'm slightly losing my voice, which is why I've tried not to say anything. I also didn't want to cough on you guys. So there's that too. <laughs> Just being real. <laughs> So something that I'm able to do is to use my photography skills and um, knowledge of web design and Photoshop and graphic design experience and stuff like that. And I'm able to use a lot of that just in everyday business stuff. I mean, goodness, we're supposed to be posting on social media all the time and you are supposed to have like great visuals for to draw people in. And so I always constantly have these opportunities to kind of pull from some of those experiences and those things that I've done in the past to hopefully put out some fun stuff every now and then. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. And then I have had the opportunity to have some of my photography in both of my fiction covers. I work with an amazing designer, Rachel Ritchie, uh, and she has been so encouraging in that. Um, now, my pictures aren't the greatest, but she takes what I send her and she she mashes it all together in the coolest ways. And so both of my covers for any good thing and this good thing contain some of my photography. So that just kind of makes it a little more special too. I feel like, I don't know, it's just neat to have that. And then I've also done the, the pairing photography with poetry in the past. And most of that has been, I've just sent it 
like to my newsletter subscribers. But I did, I think there was one that I did put out on social media. Um, I got a little braver with that one. <laughs> but that's fun. It's fun to like pair an image with this little, you know, lyrical piece that I've written. Um, and that was a lot of fun to do. And then music. Music is another big part of my life. And I love music. And I did play around with writing some music to be used for a book trailer for any good thing. Now, I never did anything with it. And part of that was I just ran out of time getting up to the launch for the book and everything. But I did actually play around with it a little. And I was kind of excited about it. But I will be working on my fantasy series. And music plays a huge role in that series. So I'm definitely going to be playing around with that some more. Um, I've already written some lyrics to some songs that will be featured. Um, not all in English either. <laughs> I have my own language. So um, there's that. And they will need music. So that's definitely something that I'm going to be playing around with more once I dive into that. So pretty excited. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, in my mind, whenever you were talking about the music and that you didn't have time for any good thing to put all that together, in my mind, I could see a Carolina's Legacy trailer that had your beautiful music in it that featured all five pieces, you know. Wouldn't that be cool? Yes, definitely. And it's so definitely not too late. Yeah. yeah. Because even when you're past a book launch, and this is interesting because, um, watching the Women in Publishing Summit, they had a, a video on book launches specifically. And I was watching that and they were talking about, you know, all these things you can do and, and everything. But you know, the point is you want to have something to put out for people to see about yourself at any point. So even if you don't get it made for the launch, hey, you're still going to be wanting to sell that book in two years, five years, whatever. That's not, it's not the end. And for anybody else in, in another medium, maybe you think, oh, I had this art gallery showing and it's done and over with now. No, no, it's not. You've made these amazing pieces and unless you already sold them, which is cool, that's way cool. Um, but if you have any that are left, <laughs> there are ways that you can even mash up those kind of mediums, the whole, the art that you have created and also the art of marketing, because my goodness, isn't it a bit of an art, the way that you can kind of figure out ways to show people how the, how cool the stuff that you're making is, but also show it in a meaningful way that shares your story. And it might even be able to, to link you to some other people who have some, a similar story and you find camaraderie and friendship and just community. Um, that is a really, really cool thing to be able to do. And I do think that that's a bit of an art. Okay, guys, it is time for the QWERTY challenge. So I have to be honest with you. When Joy suggested this episode, I was like, that's a great idea. What should we talk about? And she literally had to tell me that my work, pretty much all of it, is mostly a media mashup. So <laughs> you could be mixing mediums and not even like realize it. So our QWERTY challenge today is think about your creative projects. What creative parts of you are you infusing with them? And if you can't think of something specific, like a project that has multiple mediums, then what are you doing? Like, what are you good at? And even if they don't seem like they should fit together, 
try to think of ways that they could because there are so many really awesome things out in the world that just don't make any sense. I'm just saying that, you know, somebody had to put chicken and waffles together for the first time. And aren't we all glad that they did? So the world could be glad that you stepped outside of your box to make something new. So let us know what you come up with. And you can email us at editorial at logosandmythospress.com. Awesome. You guys have an amazing week. And, you know, mix some things up. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening until the end. Seriously, you're a trooper. Do you think pretty writing life is the bomb? May, you just said the bomb. Don't you censor me. If you think Cordy Writing Life rocks ice for real, oh my word. please rate, review, and share us with others. If you have questions about this week's episode or want to start a conversation, you can reach us by visiting cordywritinglife.podbean.com. We'll be back next week with more candid chats for you.